Hi guys, welcome back to the Think About It podcast. I'm Nisi. I am so excited to have a safe space to speak our truth or to find it. So come on in for however long I have you here or however long I have your ear. Now let's think about it. Hey you guys, welcome back to another episode of the Think About It podcast with your girl, Nisi. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, y'all. Listen. Listen, don't don't carry me crazy, you know what I'm saying? Keep it light on me today, you know? Like I know I know y'all going to be like, "Girl, like <laughs> you sure you want to do pod? Is that what you really want to do or was that a trial?" Okay? Because you was gone for 2 weeks. Is that a thing? You know what I mean? Like is this is this something that you're dedicated to or what? Like what's tea? You know what I'm saying? Because look, like you was going so good. You know what I'm saying? Like you was mm, pushing them out. Now, 2 weeks went by and you just like, okay, it is what it is. Is that what you giving? Cuz if that's what you giving, then you need to want to go ahead and rethink all this stuff right here. You know what I'm saying? Because this ain't this ain't for the week. You know what I'm saying? This ain't for the people that ain't trying to be serious. You know what I'm saying? So Listen, I hear y'all. I got it. Don't don't carry me too hard though. You get what I'm saying? Keep it light. Keep it real. Play it with me. All right. <laughs> well, welcome back to another episode, you guys. Um, I know, like I said, I've been going y'all for two weeks, two entire weeks. It was twelve days, but two weeks, two weeks of potting, basically. Um, y'all, I'm gonna just go here, y'all, and just get right into it. We gonna jump straight into it today. Ain't no hold ups. I ain't trying to play around too much y'all because i just feel like this is definitely a must-have conversation so we just gonna you know like i said just hop right on into it um i do not have any i don't have any icebergs today i don't have no word of the day i have no topics i have nothing you know what i'm saying like i said you guys i've been gone for two weeks so i just want to be able this is a, my platform you guys the reason why and again go back to the episode one on the reason i guess like i said i, I started my podcast so this is this is kind of like my accountability book, right? This is also my um um my truth book where I come and I just speak my truth and like I told you guys, I'm in a place of just trying to find my purpose. You know what I'm saying? Like separate everything else. I just want to find my purpose. And with that being said, because this is a um platform or um you know, we got the cameras and we got the audio and stuff. Um, other people guess to hear it as well, but this is definitely, you know, of course for, yes, for me. And, but I know what I know, what I know, what I know is that my purpose I feel is tied up in others as well. You get what I'm saying? Or my, um, somebody else purpose or somebody else breakthrough, whatever it may be, is always tied up in somebody else's. You get what I'm saying? I think that's also a way of you being able to take yourself out of that, take yourself out of self, right? And be able to, when you go through certain things, be able to give that back, right? And I feel like with this topic or not topic, but this conversation, y'all was definitely a give back type of thing because it's not, it was, it's, it's, it was a very foreign, not really the, the um, intent, I guess, or the, not intent, sorry, but the extent of it was um, intent. Girl, the extent of it definitely, um, it was one that I definitely knew that I felt I I feel that it was definitely God working me and not me. Okay. So like I said, you guys, I've been going for two weeks, y'all. Um, and we're gonna in a sense kind of still touch 
space on episode one and my conversation about my purpose and all that stuff. But I said that to say, I've been gone for two weeks. My not last week, but the week, the first week that I missed um, pod, y'all was a very um, not. It was not abnormal, but um, um, I didn't have that space, I guess you can say, to get on here and pod. You know what I'm saying? And like I told y'all, or if you don't know, I am a, I got, I, I can't. When I'm not in it, <laughs> when I'm not in it, I am not in it. And it takes a lot. It takes a lot for me to say to get to plan D, you know what I'm saying? Like I have a plan A, you know, a plan B, a plan C. So even if I don't wake up with that energy, it's a purpose or something. It's behind plan A. I mean, yeah, behind, behind plan A. So let's go to plan B. Okay. If plan B don't work, let's try plan C. So if I get to plan D y'all, I am defeated. Okay. And I felt like, like I said, my, um, two weeks ago, I just felt defeated and I just felt like I really had to use that time and moment to kind of like sit with myself if that makes sense um so if you guys remember or if this is your first time here when I started my podcast I started my podcast solely because I was in a place of finding my purpose right I do I had an online shoe store um about almost two years ago now and I first started my online shoe store because I know that I've always been a producer I've always been the girl where I like a challenge or um um I like to produce I like to produce I love to give back um I love to do things outside of the norm I guess you can say or outside of what I see right on a daily basis so when I started my um so I closed that uh, my shoe store down because I just felt like it wasn't I, I was able to produce. I, re- I realized that I was able to produce, but it wasn't it didn't felt like purpose. And at the time, I didn't even know the connection of purpose and having purpose and finding purpose and so on and so forth. Right. Um and I think also, too, I was also in a place of being an entrepreneur and being a millionaire, I guess you can say. Um, and I allowed that to lead me. Right. Um. The difference is, you know, with purpose and is two totally different entrepreneurship and purpose is two totally different fields. OK, an entrepreneurship is you, is you um, being able to get to, to dedicate yourself enough to something that nobody else to see for a profit. Right. Um, um, to some form of profit profit in, um, down the line. Purpose is just you doing something outside of money outside of a connection to anything um except for you and god you get what i'm saying out anything outside of it's any it's purpose is you doing just things that's in alignment of god if that makes sense right um and sometimes your purpose can and if it's god plan i do believe that you know god provide so if you're using your purpose um that he will also get provision. So I think for me now, I'm at a place in my life where I stepped out of trying to be an entrepreneur and just trying to find purpose. Um, and I also feel like, you know, what finding purpose um, and then even entrepreneurship, it, I feel like you can find purpose and find entrepreneurship in a sense, but you can't find entrepreneurship 
what purpose? I don't know if I'm making sense. You get what I'm saying? But at the same point of time, if that's in God's will, if whatever you're doing in in your entrepreneur field is in God's will, then it is purpose. But I feel like most of the times you find purpose and there are times when you're doing things that is purposeful, God provide because you're doing things of him, you know? So back to the whole um, two weeks and me not potting. When I first started my podcast, um, I felt like it was not a place. I did not want to start my podcast when I started my podcast. It was not. No. Mm-mm, okay. Um, for the past six months, December, I think I started in nothing. But in December, I went through. a. This was the start of this um, feeling that I've never. I never felt. Um, and if I did feel it, I didn't feel it again to this extent that I've been that I felt with this um, situation, right? Um, I was deaf, and, and the thing was, was I felt like when I went through it, I knew, I knew, I knew. And, you know, sometimes people might may ask, because I still ask myself, like, how do you know if this is God? You know what I'm saying? Like, when certain things happen in your life, how do you know if this is God or this is what God wants you to do? And I feel like God is such a subtle man, um, but and he also don't take you far, or you know, far away, or far, it's far-fetched from what is already in you. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think for me, I knew that, um, when I went through what I went through in this state, in this state, um, and when I was going through what I was going through, I knew that it was God because the feeling was just, it, it, it wasn't abnormal. It, I felt these feelings before, but it, it just felt different. If I'm making sense, it didn't feel abnormal, like, oh my God, like foreign. It just felt different. It, it just felt more intense. Right. Um, and I guess I'll just say it. I, I was at a place, y'all, of a deep, 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 deep depression. And I'm going to try my best, y'all, not to cry because if I do, it is what it is. Because if I do, it is what it is, right? Um, but this is the first time I, I feel like, you know, throughout my life, I, you know, I experienced some form of depression and, and, and anxiety um, I, I'm almost positive I did, but I was always able to trumpet, you know, with something. Okay. Yeah. I'm feeling like this, but you know what I'm saying? Or oh, I have my daughter to live for, or, you know what I'm saying? Um, I always found ways y'all to trump whatever it is that I'm feeling. Right. Because I, and then my mind, I'm strong. You know what I'm saying? I'm supposed to be strong. And then when you know, when you're raised in a religious background and you know, you, 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 you hear the saying of, you know, when you commit suicide that you don't. God don't he don't like that and it's you know so it's all these things that I know what I know right but at this time in this season y'all I cannot it was nothing in me that um that I, I I had I had I had nothing in me to pull myself out of this and I feel like you know with depression what I've learned or my experience of it something triggered my depression of course you know um that that made me kind of went in this this downward spiral um so when I started to feel that well first off I, I at first like I said when it first happened like I I knew I knew something wasn't right and I speak about these things y'all with the hopes of helping somebody else right and we're going to get down to 
the whole trickery of that. But when I um I knew something wasn't right when when the when the situation transpired, I remembered coming home probably like perhaps probably like a day or two after, and I just remember trying my my best to just like take a deep breath. You know, like when something like bothers you or you know somebody pisses you off or whatever, and you're just like like you're just like over it but I cannot do that like I couldn't take a deep breath like my breath would just cut like it would just go and then it's like I just cannot inhale the in like I can't take a full breath like I couldn't take a full breath and I it and the first time it happened I just knew something was not right you know not medically but mentally you know what I'm saying? Like, I just knew something was transpiring. The, the very first time, y'all, I tried to, like, breathe, and it just didn't go, like, I didn't inhale the entire, you know, breath. I was just like, okay, wait, wait a minute. And honestly, y'all, I think in that moment, I'm not going to lie, I I don't know. I feel like I was probably mad with God, or I just didn't want to talk to him. You know what I'm saying? Um, But I didn't speak to God in those moments. Like, I did not. I didn't speak to God every day prior to the whole situation. I I always wake woke up. I prayed, you know, um, or you know, I listened to some form of music or something. I always did. But when this happened, I stopped. And I think I stopped. Like you know, in hindsight, I think I stopped because I was mad. I didn't process that feeling or emotion, but I think honestly that I was mad at God. You get what I'm saying? So when it happened, it was just like, okay, I'm just, I'm just feeling these feelings now, right? And then I also remember just sitting on the bed. One, I didn't want any light. I didn't want to deal with the light. I just wanted just, I just wanted my, I have blackout curtains in all of my rooms, but I just wanted, and I never, of course, at nighttime, I, you know, I put my curtains down, but daytime. As you can see, I always have like my um, my curtains open and typically my blinds open as well. Just kind of like crack just to get some, some sunlight. Right. Um, and I'm, I love that. I love, you know, I, I'm, I love the sunlight. I feel like it just makes me it uplifts me. I have to have sun. You know, when I moved in to Tampa in my and I, the one thing I had on my apartment was I wanted sunlight. Right. Um, so I remember sitting on the bed, not sitting. I remember sitting on the bed and then I just felt weird. Like, I just felt like I just want to lay here, you know? So I put my body, let's kind of like lay my body on the bed, but then it was too much sunlight. So I turned, I went, got up to put my, um, turn my, close my curtain and I laid there. I, I just laid there. I didn't want to eat. I didn't want to drink. I just felt, I felt so full. I was full with just, but it wasn't a good feeling. It was a bad filled you know what I mean I was just filled with everything that I was going through in the moment you know what I mean and I allowed I allowed it to control me I remember being comfortable just sitting in my closet with no lights it just and then my you know my closet is small closet um so it felt I felt comfortable just sitting in there by myself you know what I'm saying I remember my daughter one day, and if y'all know, if you if this is your first time watching, my daughter has hydrocephalus, so um means fluid on her brains. So anything medically goes on with my daughter, I don't care if it's a if it's a cold, I'm on it like let's knock it out. You know what I mean? Um, she do have like two shunts in her, like basically kind of like tubes, I guess you can say. So anything with like infection or anything, y'all, I be like, I don't want to deal with it. Let's just knock it out. Let's get some antibiotics and get in here because I don't want anything to bother or mess with her shunts. And I don't even know if that's medically can happen, but I don't care. Like, I don't care. I don't care. If my baby get a scratch, I'm like, let's get some um, peroxide. Like I, I, I am a mama doctor nurse 
that's what I am. CNA, like, that's what I am. I don't, I don't. And this moment, y'all, I remember my daughter, she was coming down with the cold. Two days before, um, I guess, what triggered my depression, um, she started to come down. She started to, you know, kind of do like a little sniffle. So I already knew something wasn't right. So I, I mean, honey, I stay with medicines and therapies and all that. So I got up that morning um two days before and i was pumping her with their flu hot water i'm like go inside the tub put your soak drench your body in hot water i just need you to be cleared you know i i od sometimes i do but i don't care i need to make sure my baby okay right so the day of i think the day after um my trigger i remember i think it was it was a saturday it was a it was a saturday and um my treatment or my daughter was still sick and uh that was also a gym day for me. Gym was out of the question. Definitely wasn't going to go to the gym. But um, I just remember laying there and I heard my baby coughing. And my mind is like, you need to get up to give her her Theraflu. You need to get up to, you need to get up to pump something in her body to, um, to get it out. And I couldn't, I couldn't. I, I, I had enough energy to get up. I remember I had enough energy to get up, go in the kitchen. And I, I already had like hot water in the kettle. So I just turned it on. So I went to my baby room and I was like, mama, I was like, I just need you to um, open the package of Theraflu, pour it in there, put the hot water, just kind of giving her the whole thing. I'm like, mama, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, mommy, do not have it right now. I don't have it right now to get, just to get up. I'm like, you just have to give me a minute. And she was like, um, she was like, um, she's like, it's okay, mama. She was like, I know. She's like, I know, you know, um, ugh, it was just, it was such a horrible, bad feeling. Right. Um, and it, to be honest, y'all, it wasn't like I wanted to feel like I did. I didn't want to feel like it, but it was nothing in me that had it to, to overcome it. I, I had all, I, always I always trumped it always trumped it like what yeah you whatever this time y'all every single thing in me just could not and um I think when I knew I knew that I had to get help I had to do something was I remember sitting in the closet one day and just going through the process of if I hurt myself And I remember going through the um, and I remember going through the process of like you know, if I do this, through the whole process, right? And my daughter, y'all, is my everything. I believe, I believe in my hearts of hearts that God, my first connection to life and God's purpose and what his call, like what he do, I truly believe that God allowed me to have my daughter because I needed her. I don't think, I'm sure she needs me, but I, I think I needed her. You know what I mean? And that was the first moment, y'all, when I just felt like, okay. Something ain't right. I need 
help. I need help. I need help. And I knew that. I knew that. Um, I don't know. I don't know what what somebody else's depression looked like or what. But I think we all know that moment when we need help. Where we don't have it in us. <sighs> Jesus. We don't have it in us to help ourselves. And I, I'm trying my best not to talk ahead of time. But for me, you know, like I said, I'm, I went through, of course, stages of anxiety and depression. But people who live with that every single day um, and fight those feelings. Ooh, I'm about to start crying for real because I just felt this, y'all. Like I said, you know, between me and I, I'll get to through the through the I guess the victory part of to the victory end of it or the tribulation of it. Um, or the yeah, the tribulation of it, not the tribulation, but the triumph of it. Um, but that feeling, I just felt like I said for the first time that that rapid and that aggressive, the first. Through this whole process, I just kept asking myself, is this what people feels? This is what I kept asking myself. God, is this is this what people feels that, you know, suffer from this? Because that feeling, I do not wish that feeling on my worstest of worstest of worstest of enemy. I don't wish that feeling on nobody. I don't wish that feeling on nobody. That feeling, y'all was such a horrible, horrifying feeling to deal with, okay? So, like I said, as I'm going through it, I, see, I, I didn't want to bring it up because I knew I was going to lose my train of thought, but let me see if I can get back to what I was saying. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I got to the point where I realized that I needed some form of help, and like I said, through this whole process, through this whole time, I didn't want to talk to God. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't want to talk to God. I did not want to talk to God. And then I said, like I said, as I, as I was sitting in the closet, I got up and I said, okay, I have to do something. So I sat on my bed um, in the midst of like breakdowns. Like I literally, it was a breakdown. Then I picked my phone up to try to see if I can call somebody. And it was another breakdown. It was such a, it was, I don't, that feeling is not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling. It's not. Um... So I remember going through my phone and I was going to call but the one person I always call y'all when I cannot or even just when I need a prayer, a good prayer and I don't have it in me or I just feel like, you know, my grandmother is a little more anointed than me. You know what I mean? That lady knows the Bible, honey. So I would call her and I just couldn't call her. Then I have my best friend, um, Demira, that's my baby. So, you know, of course I would just at least because I just know that, you know, when you know that somebody has her heart is just. Sometimes it makes me mad because she literally, the way she loves, you know, she can put herself on the backboard sometimes to love. And I think what it was, was a space of me. I didn't want it to put it on her, you know, in a sense. Um, then I honest, honestly, it would hurt my feelings a little bit more because that's my bestie. So I knew when she could have probably been here for me because she she actually she, she just moved to um another state uh so i knew that i didn't want to call her because then it just would have made it honestly probably worse for me right so i called this person that i known for years and out of no matter what i went through i've always felt like this person kind of like was there for me in a sense right 
So, I mean, always. I mean, I didn't have situations where I'm like, nigga, why is you still around? You know? So, I called him um, or I called this person. And um, to make a long story short, he was definitely not a person I was supposed to call. Not because of nothing that a person necessarily did. Well, kind of. But it was more of God's, I think, in those moments. So, even when I called the person and I didn't necessarily come out and verbatimly say what I was going through but I think what it was was I wanted a person who somebody who known me to like see like this person know how goofy I am this person knows me you know and I thought because I think what it was was that person knew a version of myself right and that person that I, I wasn't showing up it's been two years since I spoke to that person, um, three years um, since I started my journey of self-development and being so intentional and just being able to talk about God and praise him and ain't scared of what room I'm in, you know, we're going to talk about him. Right. And I'm coming from a background where I am a very, I I grew up in the streets. I'm a friend, literally my mother and my father, my stepfather, but I call him my father. Um, the people that I dated right so here I am now in a whole different field I'm talking about God and just the way I carry myself my posture um, my heart posture and most importantly my morals everything has changed and I called the person that knew a version of me to help me when in all actuality I was showing up even different right to this person because this person is used to even what me going through what I was going through you know a different level of myself and a lower level of myself right so this person, I called this person, even though when the person was here, moments when I was able to just go into my room, into my closet by myself, just, you know, get out of the living room and just go into my room. The minute I had a chance to do that, I would have rather did that than to be out in the living room with this person. Does that make sense? Like, and then I knew, I'm like, okay, but this not even the answer. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Well, this not even the answer. Then... I started, I think what it was, I th- I got up, I remember laying in bed one day, I think I went like, y'all, I didn't eat, and I remember this, remember I think I spoke about, you know, narcissistic people and your relationships, and that feeling of me feeling empty, right, um, me, like, remember I told you guys I didn't eat, I, rem- I remember my appetite just being so um, deficient, I think if, if that's the word. Because I wasn't eating, right? And that feeling, that that weak, that feeling, I started to feel that again, right? But it was more intense. It was such an intense feeling. Um, so I remember, I think it was like a day or two days went by. I had, like I said, y'all, I had enough energy in me to either pick my, uh, drop my daughter off to school. I didn't have energy to cook. Thank God that my daughter, you know, I have like certain food in here and my daughter, she's able to go and just make her something in the morning time. Then she had breakfast at school, but she don't like the breakfast at school. So she typically, she would make her something, right? I didn't have eaten, I didn't have energy to, of course not, of course not to feed myself, but I had enough energy to get up and take my daughter to school and come back home and lay down. I had enough energy if that, because I didn't feel like sometimes I didn't have energy to put my clothes on to go to work. I didn't, but I had energy to pick my daughter up because that's my baby, right? So I had, I found energy for those, but then when I, any times when I, you know, or instances where I didn't want to find it, I just didn't want to find it. I remember being at work one day, um, and this was like right before, either right before or right when I began, like began, um, kind of like, um, 
not battling, but um, trying to trump my feelings, right? Or yeah, fight my feelings. I remember going um, at work and, you know, my I'm a very, for the most part, I have everybody have their days, but for the most part, I, I like I told y'all, not don't, don't mean to toot my own horn, but I am a service girl. I love what I do. I love taking care of people. So, you know, my pleasant self of high and, you know, and honestly, I think typically I'm out of 10, my energy probably was at a seven, but other people to other people, it was at a 10 for them, if that makes sense. Right. And I remember, um, I always ask my guests, how are you? You know what I mean? And so they typically ask as well, like, you know, how are you as well? And just like a, a, a regular, a regular work day, you know, and my guest was like, how are you? And I was like, I'm okay. And, but even though I said I was okay, as they were talking to me, you know, kind of telling me what they want or asking questions, my eyes were like, I need help. Like, I, I said I'm okay, but my eyes are like, help me. You know what I mean? And I, I remember not, I don't even, I can't tell you what my face looked like. I didn't feel like it was weird. I felt like my eyes was weird. My eyes was like, you don't see like, bro. Like, my, my smile was like, but my eyes was like, I need help, right? I remember, and I'm not, I don't post on Facebook, like actually type stuff on Facebook to post. I don't. I post pictures here and there, you know, it's probably stuff in my stories, but to actually actually type, I haven't done that in years, like actually type something to post on Facebook. I don't care that much, no shade, no tea, but I just don't. But I got on Facebook that day and I post and I said something about, checking on your strong friends right and that was a sense of like me yearning and then I also like I said again going back to this is why I feel like this was something that I had to speak about because in a sense I felt like it wasn't mine in the first place I felt like I had to I went through it for my own reasons but that feeling of me always thinking about what somebody else went through I feel like this is connected to somebody else I don't know but I felt like I got to a point where you know, when I posted on Facebook and I posted because, yes, I wanted somebody to, to be like, yo, to actually like see like let's like put the put the puzzle together. She don't post on Facebook at all, bro. You get what I'm saying? Like, especially you no know, type and stuff, you know, and now she like, wait. And she talking about check on your strong friend. Let me check on her. You get that honestly, right? And then I, I also went through this process of, I think I had just started because I remember, I think I remember saying, wow. I remember, like, remember, remember asking myself like, wow, this is what people go through when people make posts about, you know, things that they're going through mentally or, you know, I don't think I can do it no more or, you know, pray for me and stuff like this. This is what people go through. And sometimes people feel like, oh, it's just for attention. No, sometimes, not sometimes the majority, even, even if whatever you think, bro, check on people seriously, because that fee, I can't, I'm not even explaining everything that I went through. So I cannot imagine people that, you know, don't even have that understanding or that connection or that relationship with God, right? Or some type of somebody that they can depend on or hell just them even having it within their self I cannot imagine my heart goes out for people like that seriously my heart goes out to you my heart goes out to people that suffer with anxiety my heart goes out to you because that feeling you didn't ask for that feeling 
You didn't ask for that feeling. Okay. So that, you know, like I said, when I first started my podcast, y'all, every single thing in me, this was around December. Like I said, when it first happened, I started my podcast in January. As I was going through what I was going through, y'all, I kept hearing, like, I'm crying, boo-hoo, snot, everything, coming down my nose, everything. And I just kept hearing, I kept hearing podcasts, like, constantly. I remember, I remember Claire's day one time I was crying and I heard the podcast. I said, no, I just yell like, no, like leave me alone with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to deal with this, you know? And, you know, I felt like, again, this, when I started my podcast, it was the worst, the worst timing for me. For me, I felt like it, but God timing was so different. God time was extremely different. Okay. We're going to jump back. We're going to just put a whole pin in that. So fast forward to, you know, me trying to trump my feelings. I got to a point, like I said, where I was laying, I was laying down one day and I didn't want to get out of bed, but I, I got tired of feeling the way I, I got tired of feeling the way I was feeling. I got tired of it. And I laid down and I put my phone on. And at first I started to like play like rain songs to see if it's going to calm my mind didn't work typically rain and white noise work for me just like that didn't work so I um I think I was scrolling I was trying to find like a positive message or of like something and the first person popped up on my page was Sarah Jakes Roberts and I think it was taught it was started to issue the first message I heard I don't remember remember the exact um it's entire the entire message i don't even know if this was a topic but i remember out of everything she said she said transformation happens in isolation and it just stuck with me transformation happens in isolation it just stuck with me it just stuck with me and i just sat there y'all and i just kept every single day instead of me laying there and feeling like it i'll play something i'll just play it uh, sometimes I I would wake up like six in the morning, like when my body's like, it's, I couldn't sleep. So I'll toss and turn, literally toss and turn. And then when I, the minute I get that feeling, I want to cry. So before I started doing that, I'll go on YouTube and I'll just play something. So sometimes I would go to sleep, you know, um, and then wake right back up to hearing, hearing God. Right. Then I started doing, I started, um, then I started, um, listening i don't know if you ever heard that song oh then it was something that sarah one of her messages and she said um she said um god i ask that you go ahead of me and you make my crooked path straight let me tell you something what i was going through the message it felt like let me tell y'all how you want to know when god is and who and how those moments those instances when there's something that you have going on in your life and you don't have the answer and things, things, pictures, people, uh, animals, uh, signs, these things pop up. Okay. And remember, I told you, God is a subtle man. He ain't going to slap you with it. He ain't going to slap you with it. He going to tap you with it. And when I tell you that tap came out of nowhere. And when she said it, I felt like that was what I needed. God, I ask that you go ahead of me. Because when you ask God to go ahead of me, I'm asking God to go ahead of my depression. Depression is you worrying about something that, um, no, I'm so, sorry. Anxiety is worrying about something that, um, that hasn't happened yet. Depression is worrying about something that has, has already happened. So I ask God, I ask God that you go ahead of me because now after the situation happened, I'm also dealing, I went from depression to, to having moments of dealing with anxiety because I don't know what the outcome of certain things is going to be. Right. 
So I asked God to go ahead of me. So if I ask God to go ahead of me, I'm asking you to go ahead of me. So you're dealing with anxiety because anxiety is something that is all that's the, that didn't even happen yet. It's already it's ahead of me, right? I mean, when I ask you to go ahead of me, I'm asking you to go ahead of my thought, go ahead of my thinking. Before I wake up in the morning, God, that I ask it now. When I wake up, I'm not even thinking about it, God, because you already went there. You already in there. I ask you go in the restaurant already in the front of my guest, Father God. So when I get there, you don't have to. You I don't have to do nothing. Because you are already there, right? Then when I say God go behind me, you dealing with the depression because depression is dealing is something that already happened. It already happened. It's behind me. So I, I gotta ask that you go there. You go behind me. You deal with it, Father God. Go beside me, right? So anything that's gonna come up against me, God, I ask that you deal with it. I ask that you handle it, God, because that's what you said in your Son Christ Jesus' name. And I am a believer that when you say certain things in in Son in in Jesus' name, that there are certain things that is going to happen that should happen, period. That is God's service, okay? I got to a point, like I said, of trying, stop trying, I stopped trying to drive, to drive the car, okay? And I put myself in the passenger seat. I just listened. I just listened. That's all God gave me. That's all I, that's all I, I just listened. And that's all I needed. And I was going to um, pull up, y'all, this. I don't know if I can play it because I don't know if you guys, I don't think you guys are going to hear it. But it's this um, quote or this um, message from um, Joshua Selman. He's an African um, pastor. Um, I think that's his name, Joshua Selman. He spoke, and let me tell y'all. So I got up this morning and I, I wrote nothing down for pod yesterday. I didn't have no nothing because I just felt like, I, like, how do I get back on my, on my platform and speak about being in my purpose when, and not speak about what I was going through. Right. But at the same point of time, I do believe in timing. Right. I do believe that, you know, it's timing in every single thing. So, I, you know, I was like, God, I just ask that you show me, just, just give me, show me this is what I'm supposed to talk about today. You know what I'm saying? Cause if I don't have to, I can find something real quick and tie it up. You know what I mean? And then come back to it when you feel like the time is right. So as I was sitting here listening to Joshua Selman, he said I was I, I wanted to be for you guys to listen to it so you can actually get the, the actual message so I'm going to try to break it down in my own dialect I guess he said you know a lot of times God would um put you through things and you know fill your heart up right fill your heart up with um with him right and when you have a a, a, a a filled heart, right? And when I say fill your heart up, meaning that you're going to go through certain things in life. You're going to go through trials. You're going to go through, through tribulations, right? But when you go through it, if you allow God to lead you, you know, you're going to be able to see that he was filling you up with things to put to, to, to so when he, he, he was filling you up for things to, to let out of you when the time is right. So God would put you in places where he would fill your heart and with the help of his spirit he would allow you to speak it right and he said when he kept saying he was like you know god would give you the information for you to speak he kept saying speak speak let me tell y'all i know i did i did probably like 10 circles and, and run around my day um, run around my bedroom i did 10 circles run around my bedroom honey i said what you say now Okay, so you want me to speak about it. And then he spoke about um, Elizabeth 
um, in the Bible. And he said, um, I, I don't want to mess the scripture up, but he was saying, basically, he was like, you know, in though in that scripture, he was like, what did God do? He was like, he allowed her to speak. So I said, you know what? I hear you. This is what you want me to talk about today. Let's talk about it. All right. Um, so like I said, you guys, um, I got to the, when I, when I realized that the only way, the only way that the, 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 the best way, the most safest way, right. Um, the most, um, rewarding way to get out of this state that I was feeling is to give it to God and not just to give it to him, but to understand what is it that he's doing in every single moment, right? To know that he is not, he, he didn't, he didn't leave me. He didn't forsake me. Right. And I feel like, again, a lot of those times and sometimes those feelings that we have, believe it or not, it's to, it has nothing to do with you. God will put you through something just for you to teach somebody else. Right. Um, with that being said, thank you, God. The thing that I was depressed about um, and I do still have instances and I pray that, you know, if, if it's in God will that I'm able to openly and transparent, transparently, transparently, transparency, transparently, I think, um, speak to you guys verbatimly, like verbatimly, like, you know, my life story and, you know, my trials or my tribulations that I've been dealing with. Right. Um, but I'm gonna give you just what he want me to give you. Um, and with that being said, y'all, like I said, my heart, my heart is with people that go through those feelings, um, on an everyday basis. Even if it's a couple of, every couple of weeks, that's still a lot. Okay. My heart goes with you. My heart, my heart is with you. You are loved. You are loved by the creator, the highest person. Okay. So if your love, if you don't feel like your love is not being reciprocated from humans you are love from the highest person and i promise you i promise you transformation happens in isolation god will put you in rooms by yourself so when he so when he transform you somebody else can't sit there and say they had something to do with it absolutely not he will put you in in rooms or he will put you in a place so when somebody else speak about what they're going through you can sit there and say i know that feeling because this is what happened that was happened that would happen that would happen and you sit and you pray you break off a miracle and somebody else because they like wait it wasn't just me what so wait so if you overcome that and look how you look and look how you so i have i got that can happen to me too that is my goal that's my goal that's all i want to do that's all I want to do. Don't call me about Lakeisha. Don't call me about Tasha. Don't call me to ask me to go to no club. Don't call me for that. I'm not with it. I'm not. Unless we done said then we done broke off something, a generational pattern. So now we can, it's time for us to turn up because honey, we had a whole, we had a whole spiritual warfare going. It's time to get lit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm, a, I'm gossip working on me. I don't mind, you know, going to a nice classy club. You know what I'm saying? Not too much going on, you know, like that. I'm not there yet. You know what I'm saying? So God's still working on me. Right. I can't tell you the last time I've been in the club about eight years, but I wouldn't mind it. If we, if we're working on ourselves though, you know what I'm saying? If we be intentional every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. But with the math thing, math, and it ain't going to math with me, honey. One plus one ain't going to be 16. Not never over here. Okay, I have and I t I'm, I'm a believer of when God give you um, grace and he allowed you to overcome so many things. 
It is you are doing yourself and most importantly, you're doing God a disservice by not showing up. I'm not with it. I'm not with it. And I tell people, let me tell y'all, when you start, y'all keep playing. Keep y'all like this. Everybody, I want to be on a self-journey, self-journey. Y'all have to learn learn to, well, what I've learned to realize is when I said that I want to be on a self-journey, if I want to be a part of myself, I have to be connected to God because God is of me. I'm of him. So when you say you want to be on a self-journey, this thing's just going to happen and he's going to show up. It's things that's going to happen and he going to show up. But when he show up, baby, you, you, you best to have been ready. Cause you said you want to, you, you want to self journey, ain't it? You want to be on self love, right? You can't love yourself without loving God. That's the reason why a lot of times if you sat in, you, you was on a self love journey. Some of y'all been on a self love journey for seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years. And y'all still doing the same thing y'all was doing 10 years ago. If it ain't working, that's because you ain't got God in the midst of it. Don't don't argue with me. Argue with your mammy. They ain't gonna do me. Okay. <laughs> so like I said, y'all, um, you know, and, and then another thing too, a lot of times when we when God put us in a certain situation, when he bring us out of it, we forget. We forget who God is, then we start giving all the praises to ourselves. And I think for me, that's the, the state and the place I was in where I got to a point of forgetting, you know what I mean, or Finding a way of just, and I think what it is too, I think because of, I don't want to keep going back to my background, but because, you know, I've always felt like I was, um, I had this lack of mentality. I lack it is lack of that. So when I started to fill myself up with it or see myself, when I, when God, when I allow God to fill me up with it, when, um, but I felt myself up with the help of God with it. When I realized that, you know, I can't do nothing without that man is when I started to sit back and be like, okay, wait a minute. I think I see what you're trying to do. Right. And I, and God isn't just, um, he don't just have, uh, um, what's that word? He don't just have, um, power to change one situation. God have, have the power to change Every single situation that you have going on right now. Every single last one of them. I know what you're thinking. I know. But I promise you, guess what? He been doing. What you thinking? God thought about that thousands of years way before you was even born. That's the crazy part about it. And guess what? The solution? He already got it. The problem is we are living in human form, right? And you trusting and the meaning of trust, trust is you trust period, right? Is you allowing yourself to believe something outside of what you can see. A lot of times we sit there and we say, oh, well, I trust my man. I trust him not to cheat on me. You're trusting him not to cheat. You can't see if he cheat on you or not, but you're trusting him to, to not. Right. And he, he's human. He imperfect. He is imperfect. We are in a sinful world. So naturally, if he not a cheat, there's certain things in him that he have and it's not, it ain't perfect. But God above though, he ain't, he ain't, he, he perfect. He ain't no sinner. He ain't doing none of that. So the fact that you can trust your boyfriend and you can't trust God, that's say a lot. And that's honestly, again, when we sit and we have these conversations, y'all got to ask yourself when certain things happen in our life, right? We have to break down every single moment of it. Okay, well, this happened, right? Oh, you know, because this boy, he, because I love him so much and this and that, blah, 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 so on and so forth. But you're not putting God first, though, because you love him down. You love him down. You love his dirty draws. You love that black toe. Don't play. That ain't never bothered you before. 
never bothered you. You love that. He have all that toe. That toe just up and down your, your leg. Just just rubbing it down on you. You love all that. Stop playing. Don't act like you don't. Don't act like you don't. You see that little shit inside his drawers. You be like. Ugh. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. But you can trust him though. You you can deal with his stuff. But you can't deal with God's stuff. How that work? Tell me. I really want to know. Y'all. When I tell y'all. Listen. I'm not playing with that man. <laughs> After what I felt. Listen. I said. Listen. Mm-mm. Nope. God, I trust you. God, you figure it out. I refuse. I, you know, I pray and I, t- like, I've learned as well. Another thing is, is to pray. I pray, God, that I am able to trust in him no matter what. To wholeheartedly put my, in every, every fiber of my trust into him. So I would never be in a situation like that again. And God, if I have to, God, I ask that you give me the strength to get out of it quicker and faster. Because that is a feeling that, again, I do not wish on my worstest of enemies. I don't. I truly don't. Right? Again, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not a, a, a doctor or, you know, anybody that works in the medical field or studies suicides and depression and anxiety. I, I'm not. I'm, I can only tell you what my experience is I can only tell you what how I overcome and I'm still um overcoming right um I'm also being able to I think I'm now at a place of like self-check right so when something happens I think like I said two weeks ago it was a trigger like it was just this trigger of like okay what you gonna do about it and instead of me going back down that stage I was Baby, I was inside there praying, God, that's all I could do. Before I sit there and, you know, rely on my understanding, I relied on God. When I don't have the answer, God. And when I tell you, <laughs> listen, I've had way too many, I have too many testimonies to say that. I have too many testimonies. I got way too many testimonies. Did, do I have trials? Of course. Do I have tribulations? Of course. And I can tell you the testimony from those trials and tribulations, though. When I allowed myself to trust in him, I knew that the problem was already fixed. Because we live in a world of sin that we're going to go through things. I feel like, quite frankly, because, because we live in a world of sin, it would be unflattering of my eyes to not go through certain experiences and not overcome it. I, I love a challenge. I love to see the, uh, the, 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 the how and the why, and then define the answers to those questions. You know what I mean? Um, but I know that there's people that don't like that. Those people that, you know, don't like the pressure, right? Either way, honey, put your trust in God. You don't like it, you like it either way. And if you don't like the pre- pressure, that's even a, a quicker reason for you to trust in God. Because you don't want to deal with it. Trust in that man, I promise you. And somebody said, well, how do you trust in God? The same way you trust in that boy you lay next to. The same way you trust, um, the same way you trust that job not to fire you, which is crazy to me, but just put trust in him. And I promise you the difference is between from human form to God, he don't change up on his words. He ain't going to come and rebuttal because you didn't did something. 
You know what I'm saying? You know how some of us are like, oh, yeah, well, I don't cheat. But, yeah, I'm, I, that's not me. The minute, the minute somebody cheat on you, you cheating back. We play the cheat back there, but I thought you said you don't cheat, though. You know what I'm saying? God ain't doing that. God ain't cheating back. God ain't playing with you. God ain't doing that. God said what he said, and he mean that. He stand on that. He is the he is the chairman, okay? He is the CEO. He sits on the board, the head of the seat, honey. When he say, when he open his mouth and he say, I ain't got time for it, he ain't got time for it. He don't play like that. And he mean that. He don't, he don't play like that. And he ain't going to play like that. Not for you, not for Tom, Dick, or Harry. Neither Larry, okay? Don't get it twisted. <laughs> but you guys, um, like I said, y'all, I really felt like I had to bring this to you all. I just felt like, um, and you know, a lot of times too, I feel like, People can look at somebody else and feel like, oh, their life is perfect or they don't go through that. You know what I'm saying? BS. <laughs> if you got blood running through your body, you got a heartbeat right now. That thing saying, boop, 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 boop. However it's saying, I don't, don't matter to me. You went through it. You went through something. Okay. You went through something. The, 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 the biggest question is, is how did you overcome it? Who did you go through to overcome it? Okay, that's another thing I had to learn, too, was when when somebody tells me their trials or their tribulation. I need to hear God behind it, because if you just tell me your trials and tribulations and how you overcame it and you ain't got God nowhere up and down it, I'm be I'm gonna be very scared to be any have any type of interactions with you, because that means that you are your leader. That means that more than likely it's a possibility it's going to happen again. And when it happened again, ain't no telling what you going to do. Ain't no telling who you going to give up? Ain't no telling where your loyalty at. I can tell you where God at, though. I know that. That That's what I do know. You feel me? That's just it. That's just all. Um, I don't have nothing else to say, y'all. I felt like this conversation, y'all. This was a, this was, this this is going down right now for number one in the pod history. Reason is, y'all, I cried. <laughs> I cried. I can't help it. I just no. Let me tell you, I was literally doing my makeup and I was I was tearing up then. But I'm like, you know what? If it happens, it happens because this is like truly how I feel. And I know that I I know like how other people feel. Like the people that you know goes through this on a constant basis. Like this is what they feel every single day, every other day. Bro, I pray for you all. I pray for you all. I love you. You are loved. You are amazing. Okay. The fact that you going through it right now and you, you still trying to hold on. If you listening to this right now, that, that says that you, try, you, you trying your hardest to get out of it. And I speak it in the name of Jesus that it, it, it is gone. Hello. It is gone and it is all right. Okay. It is all right. Whatever you got going on, it is all right. It's all right. It's going to be okay. Trust me. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. All right. Um, I love you guys, y'all. Like I said, this is, I, I, I didn't have it in me, y'all, to come and play and do the whole icebreaker and the weekly thing. I told y'all basically how my week went. Basically, this week here, on well, my last week, y'all, that I didn't pod, um, my, I basically got a new vehicle because my other car transmission, I had problems with that car so this week um 
um, my two days, my Thursdays, as y'all know, I pod was focused on me trying to get into another vehicle. So that's what I was going through and kind of dealing with, with this, um, this, this time or this season, um, last week or whatever. Um, so I just didn't, I child, I didn't have the time, honey. I ain't had the time. I was dealing, trying to get me a whip. But one thing about, let me say something. One thing about God, he know, he know, he know. He knows I can't deal with no car problems. I'll probably tell y'all next week about um this the this this the 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 how I know for a fact that this was God and God alone that dealt with this car <laughs> because y'all I can't I am a I'm I, I got some rough edges but when it comes down to manly things like dealing with a vehicle and stuff like that I am a woman I am a pure lady darling okay. <laughs> but I love you guys so much. I hope that this was this message was beneficial or impactful or touched even if it's one person that works for me. I love you guys so 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 much. You are love. God loves you, okay? God loves you and can't nobody love you bigger or better than the GOD. Hello. I'll see you guys next week. Forget to tell the sister, cousin, brother, uncle, auntie, niece on your great auntie side. Second remove down the line because your granddaddy back in the days. Granddaddy was wild back in the days. People be forgetting and try to act like these men was just not manning back in the days too. These men was manning back in the day. Okay. That's the reason why you got a sister outside. Outside sister and y'all don't even talk. Y'all about 50 and 60 something years old and y'all still acting funny towards each other. Y'all stop y'all mess. This is the thing about a podcast with your girl, Nisi. We out, Pooh. <laughs>